you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Emma VP. Yes, Dave? Did you just lose to the guy who auto-drafted? Yeah, again. Hey, Eddie Spaghetti, are you screaming at the TV again because someone who can't hear you dropped an open pass? All the time. What was his name? Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram and Stone yeah, Shepard. I figured as much. Hey, Emma VP, did you just drop your running back for a kicker? Yeah, I had to. Spaghetti, thought your fantasy draft was a good first date idea? I did. You were probably just blindsided by hunger. And I'm talking to the both of you. Luckily, Snickers is here to pick your sorry bums up off the turf. <laughs> Get back on your game with NFL Hunger Bars from Snickers. Let's start the show. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host. Dave Damashek. Hi and hello football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by Old Navy. I hope you enjoyed week one and I hope all's well wherever you are here at NFL Media. We are not in Studio 66. Rather, we've decided to inhabit an office here and uh, that's so that we can conduct our first ever exit interviews focusing on week one. Of course, as you know, everybody is overreacting about everything that's happening. Sam Darnold and Patrick Mahomes, next stop. Hall of Fame for both of them. The Lions, the Saints, and the Steelers, all doomed. We're going to figure it all out with Maurice Jones-Drew and Reggie Wayne coming up in just a few. First of all, though, the big news, MVP, the tie, you're a Steelers fan. Do you agree with Cam Hayward that that was a loss? Yes, absolutely. It was against the Browns. It made me feel sad. It was embarrassing to watch that. But I have talked to people who will tell you that the – perpetual rain really made it impossible for either team to to get much of a passing game going so we can let that go but the big story from that game is that my six year, six year streak of correctly predicting the Steelers final record is hereby over I said 11 and 5 with that tie it's a literal impossibility so 
I guess we just, you know, pick up the pieces and move on. And, you know, I appreciate... It's a total tragedy, yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I appreciate everybody who took the time to reach out and, uh, and uh, you know, send their condolences and <laughs> their well wishes. Some people some people went so far as to say, you know what, this is uh, this is an opportunity to start a new streak. And uh, I like where your head's at, but let's be honest. Well, the world will never see a streak as mighty as what we just uh, wrapped up here. Would you want it to end like that in week one so you have no stress on you? Is that does that make like is it probably it's probably better in week one to get it over with than it's like a week seventeen game and it goes the wrong way and then you lose by one game like now it's like you could just exhale and enjoy this or try to enjoy this season of Steeler football. No, I would have enjoyed it if the Steelers had lost that game. If T.J. Watt didn't block that field goal, then the Steelers would be doomed for 2018. And then maybe I would then, to your point, I'd just be able to say, like, all right, I'm just, you know, I'm going to be a general pro football fan this year. My team's not in it. And maybe that would be a relief early on instead of trying to see if my team can hang in into November and December, only to have my heart broken. In the meantime, people like the Browns fans and the Jets fans are suddenly feeling good. Lions fans, Saints fans, down in the dumps. You know what uh, can boost your spirits no matter where you are and who you are? Old Navy. Mm. Head over to Old Navy. You know what? I see you nodding uh, in agreement there, Spaghetti, and, uh, yes. and and you're a man of fashion, but you also have good sense there. The, uh, the built-in flex denim. The built-in flex denim, you know, is really, you know, for uh, really, again, for any, whether you're sitting in a dome to watch your team or sitting on the couch, I encourage you to, to pull on a pair of those and feel the comfort that uh, I have experienced over and over again. Not because I have to, but because I choose to. I'm in. Good. I need to get myself a pair. Yeah, you better get yourself into a mustard-colored uh, Blake Bortles jersey because you lost your bet with Maurice Jones-Drew. You were supporting your gents. I appreciate the loyalty, but I told you what was going to happen, and so it did. Maurice Jones-Drew, would have, what, was it, what was his penalty going to be? He had to wear a Giants he, TV on, on TV. Air, and then, and then when he has to address why he's wearing it on air and say that he lost a bet to Eddie Spaghetti. I see. That but that's been, not going to happen. It would have been great for me. It would have been neat, but FaceTime. that's not what happened. It's not what would've happened. It would have been neat if uh, Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram didn't drop the ball. Sorry to day, catch passes. It would have been right. neat if the right side of the old line wanted to block. It would have been neat if we didn't want to muff a punt at the end of the game. It would have been neat if Eli didn't know right, throw back that's Yeah, that's a little excessive. We got the bit. You yeah. know what? One thing we, we that is not an overreaction. I know it's early in the proceedings, but make sure you're checking out the broadcast podcast with uh, Emma VP and her pal Erica Tamposi. They're doing gangbusters work there. And by the way, while you're out there, if you're doing that, check out uh, check out the Daves of Thunder, too, also wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, listen to those. Oh, that's nice of you. I noticed uh, you, you like one of those two uh, options I just threw out to Eddie Spaghetti. I'm a huge Daves of Thunder, and I'm a huge broadcast ah, fan. I'm a big podcast fan in general. These are the two. This is the cre- cream of the crop. All right, enough loose talk, though. Let's bring him on in here. I see him by way. He went to UCLA. Then he went to Jacksonville. Then he went uh, to Oakland, and now he travels up and down the coast. He was in the East Bay on Monday night. Now he's here with us. Here he comes, everybody. It's Maurice Jones-Drew. Please have a seat. It's uh, time for your week one exit interview. Now, if uh, if my information is correct um, on your resume, you played pro football and also college football. I did. And uh, now you talk about other people playing pro football for the L.A. Rams. Yes, I, I do. And, and then you root for the Jaguars. 
Yep, a former employer. And the Raiders. Former employer. Let's start there. How did uh, how did uh, Monday night's game up there in the East Bay strike you? Was were, were, first of all, were you emotionally conflicted watching the silver and black against uh, the people who pay you to talk but, about uh, football? You know what? Um, I, I've done it before, so it wasn't that bad. This is the second time going up there and playing, but um, or actually the third time because they they played in preseason twice, and then this was the first regular season. But it was an electri- electrifying atmosphere. I'm talking about people were all over the place. They had been tailgating on Monday since 6 a.m. They were ready to go. They were fired up. Isn't that weird though? I think that that's strange. If if my team left town, then I would feel like a, a, a woman who I would feel like my girlfriend just dumped me. I would not then if I said, "But baby, I still love you." I wouldn't if she said. But she's yeah, still I'm not in your, into you anymore. Still, I wouldn't be like, yeah. She's still in, yeah, she's still still in your it. crib, though. So you're gonna every now and then you're gonna make dinner and you're gonna make a little something extra for her. One you thing leads to yeah, another. Yeah, you're just hoping that maybe it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, but they showed up, man. They showed up in, in in droves and everyone was excited for what was going on. Obviously, after the Mac, the Khalil Mack trade hurt everyone, you know, they came back. But um, started off great for the Raiders. I mean, they were doing a really good job. They had a, a formula of what they wanted to do: keep the offense off the field, run the ball a ton. Um, just couldn't sustain it, and and then the Rams did what the Rams do. They they got back on track after not playing the preseason. Took a half, got back on track, and man, they looked explosive. All right, Maurice, as you know, is uh, is a rite of passage every football season. Is with one game's worth of evidence in the books. Now we have to overreact. Wildly. Got to every time. Got to get crazy about Gotta get crazy. everything that's happening. Patrick Mahomes. Let's start there. Buying um, it. Solid gold or a mere mirage that will fade from uh, from our memory? I'll, I'll say this. Andy Reid, every week one, I've tried to – I told people this last year, comes up with a great game plan every bye week when he has time, does a great job. Um, the things that you love about Patrick Mahomes, the, the ability to throw the ball, you know, the arm strength, all those things are going to be the same reason you hate him. You know, the same th- reason Brett Favre was that guy, the same reason – um, some of these other quarterbacks that are gunslingers, the title gunslinger comes in. So I think right now it's good, but eventually he'll come back down to earth and he'll give you a four-pick game. Right? Do you think that that happens as soon as week two, as they go no, into I, the I, field I, against so, the motivated So, so listen, I, I tell you what, it, it's funny you brought that up because there's one person that Pittsburgh or one person on that team that normally kills the Chiefs. Who is that? 26? That's 26. That is true. 26, no matter who, no matter what team it is, if he's playing the Chiefs, he is going to have a great game. For some reason, it's just that's his team that he likes to go after. Um, Aren't they still? I, I do want to talk to him because I know you've been in yeah. touch with Levy and Bell. But don't you think that uh, as constituted, that was kind of the buzz of August. And as I always say, ignore what you see there. It's just a mirage for your eyes in August. None of that translates into the regular season. However, it does seem like that the defense for, for KC Is it the, isn't that rugged and you should still be able to run on You them. should be able to throw, throw and run. I mean, they, they have limited pass rushers. Even though those two that they have are really good, they don't have enough consistent guys getting to the quarterback. D Ford and Houston are probably the only guys that can do that. Uh, with Barry being hurt, I mean, you're, you're leaving that, that open as well. So uh, you should be able to run the ball. I don't think that's going to be an issue. I, I think the biggest issue is Big Ben. Right, you can't. You, you, you bum elbow. You have hurt elbow all of a sudden. 
Um, you threw five. Was it five? Had five turnovers a week one. Well, yeah. However you want to. Yeah. I mean, however it may be. There, yeah. That those are things that you can't have. You can't turn the ball over if you expect to win. And what about the rain though? Because I've talked to that, that, David that, Carr. That told doesn't me, mean anything to me. You're playing Pittsburgh. It's cold and it's wet all the time. All right. right. Well, David Carr told me that you have to let both uh, Terod Taylor and Ben Roethlisberger off the hook because when it's raining that steadily, it's, it's it, near it, impossible. But, but to you know it. what? Tyrod made some great throws in that game. Then he has some questionable ones, and then we've known that. I mean, that's kind of what he – he doesn't turn the ball over, and he had a turnover in that game. But he also used his legs and ran. Big Ben, on the other hand, um, it, I think it was less about the Steelers' offense, more about the Cleveland Browns' defense in that situation. What I'm saying now in Kansas City is the Steelers have always had uh, – I think they've always struggled with Kansas City. Am I right or wrong? They're no, always, they usually, no, they usually handle, handle it. Okay, Oddly, that's what it they is. usually yeah, take so care Steelers of it. Yeah, so Steelers usually handle that. It was one of the way. I forgot which one it was, but they usually handle them. I think they have to get back on track with that. Now, defensively, you're going to be a, you're going to be attacked all over the field because this kid can make every throw. And then, obviously, Tyreek Hill ability to, to score the way he did. They're going to have to do that. And it's going to be on the defense, but we saw T.J. Watt do what he's supposed to do. In year, uh, year two or three, is it? Two. Two. Yep. He's shown that, that uh, to make that jump. So – um, I, I have Pittsburgh winning this one, but it's going to be a tougher game than what people think. Okay, Mahomes, big splash, Sam Darnold, rookie, big splash, two new revelations for pro football here. Should you, I mean, talk about overreact. Should the coaching staff in Arizona feel like, wow, well, if Sam Darnold, we can run him, if the Jets can run him out there in Detroit and uh, and get a win, shouldn't we get Josh Rosen in sooner uh, rather than later? Yeah, I think he will. I, I, it may not be this week. I think you may see it's a tough spot. Three. Yeah, right. it's a tough spot, you know, coming in, playing a Rams defense. But um, we'll see. Sam Bradford, he, he is who we thought he was. He's always been this guy. You know, like he flashes in some situations, but that's it. He's never been a consistent player in this league. And so with that being said, you knew that. And by the way, you used the 10th overall pick for a reason. Yeah, for a reason. Yeah, go get the kid in. Um, I, I'm not – I think Sam Darnold – so this is my take. A, a lot of it – Sam Darnold did some really good things, but the touchdown throw he did to Robbie Anderson should have been picked off by the safety if he had any type of ball skills. His hands touched the ball. He just – Robbie Anderson pulled it away. Um, and the Lions, to me, they're just waiting to implode, right? You have What of, happened? This – you know, talk about overreact. I don't know if I need I, to – You don't have to – Do re- I need a react. mulligan, Maurice? Do no. I need to take a mulligan? There's no mulligan I, in life. Well, you know, I that my my sleeper team for 2018 was the Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah, do that, I need to get out of that one, or do yeah, I stay you better, true? You better bury that one. Really, you and think? don't even put another one out there. Even though my sleeper teams are Cincinnati Bengals, good job, Hude. I listen. Um, I got them in the playoffs at least. Yeah. No, that's is, is it Hude? Yeah, they they do the Hude thing. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know why they get to do that though, because right. the Saints do, do it, it too. Yeah. I don't know. Not since the Dolphins and Houston Oilers both did, like, because we're the Houston Oilers. And at the same time, they were doing, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Same song. Cheap. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think the Dolphins actually claim they started it. Anywho. It doesn't matter. It was a long time ago. No, you're right. But I I, I think Detroit right now, um, defensively, that's what Matt Patricia was supposed to come in and help. That didn't really work out. No. Uh, Offensively, Stafford hasn't improved, and he's banged up, and they can't protect him. Um, and they still can't run the ball. Why? I mean, I, I again, I don't want to overreact and say Matt Patricia isn't going to make it in Detroit because sixty minutes didn't go. A, well a lot of people that come out of that tree don't make it. Why? And play- I, this is because, something I just was because talking about. Because they don't have a guy by the name of Tom Brady. It's that simple. It's very simple. Some some guys have systems that fit everyone. 
Other guys have systems that fit certain quarterbacks, and Tom Brady is that guy that comes out of that system. I mean, when you're when your best player, one of the best players in the league, it's just little things like, you know, there was rumblings about the conditioning after OTAs. Tom Brady doesn't complain about that because he's been there his whole life, and that's what he's used to. When you go to these new places, players aren't used to that. And I know you're trying to change the culture and do all these things, but the only way you change culture and do all these things is if you win. And I think that's what Doug Marone showed us in Jacksonville last year with a hard training camp and all this stuff. All that worked out because you played the Houston Texans and got 10 sacks and won the game. And they was like, oh, okay, this, okay, so we're good. We can do this and we can go forward. And that's what you've heard this year with training camp with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know it's going to be a hard training camp. Well, guess what? We won last year, so we're okay. But if we don't win – it's going to be a problem. It is interesting that you bring that up again with the overreaction or should we just uh, pump the brakes a little bit and relax and see what happens over the next six to eight weeks before we start rendering final verdicts here. But I will point out the Chiefs went into Foxborough a year ago and smoked the Patriots. They ended up in the playoffs. The Jags had that splashy defensive performance. Obviously, they stayed dynamite all through the year. The Rams had a huge week one last year. So you can't just completely reject game or week one results and say they have no impact confidence. on the rest of the season. It's all about confidence. Week one kind of confirms everything you did in the training camp, everything you did in OTAs, and say, okay, this works. Right, because then if it doesn't work, you're like, all right, what do we do to fix this? Now that's now now we're in fixing mode. But if you're not in fixing mode, you're like, okay, this works. Let's keep it going. We we can keep running these same plays over and over and get out of different formations or run these simple blitzes or whatever it may be. But it's all about confidence, having confidence in your system, having confidence in your coaches and the players you play with. You talked to before week one or before the Sunday game, at least to Levy and Bell. What was uh, what was the conversation? You said something that really, yeah, I, I liked it because you know what? I after week two, after the the game ended in Cleveland, that atrocity of a football game. Um, as soon as it ended, Levy and Bell tweeted out, uh, you know, a monocle of him yeah. looking looking at the like, game. It was like, hmm. Can I tell you something? You know what that made me feel? Happy. Because it it told me that he cares enough to watch his team. He, he loves – and I, I think people take this they, – they, they take this dispute over money, over cash, as if he hates the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, he doesn't not like his teammates. He doesn't not like the Steelers organization. It's just a dispute over money. He feels he's worth a certain amount. They feel he's not, plain and simple. And, and he understands that, but he still wants guys to do well. When I talk for the to him, record, though, it's not that he, it's not that the Steelers, not that I have to take a defensive posture on behalf of the Steelers organization, but they, it's not that they don't think he's worth that money. It's that, that they is. don't have that. money. No, no, no. They, they have, have the have money. You can easily re, redo contracts like they always do. Yeah, but I mean, come on, you can't have you can't have seventy million or thereabouts tied up with three guys. Why not? Well, that's I mean, what those doesn't... are. Those are the guys you have on your roster. You need to take care of those guys, but. They they have a they so at the end of the day he said to me it was like people think that I don't like Pittsburgh I don't like James Conner I don't like these guys he was like yes I was disappointed they went out and spoke about my contract understandably so he was like but I still want them to do well they're still guys that I work with and uh, that I've put in this extra work with blood sweat and tears like I still expect them I still want them to do well and he was happy for James Conner after hmm. that performance but that performance also justifies why he's not there right now right if. If, if you're going to give James Conner 31 carries, imagine what you would give Living on Bill. That's right. It's raining. No one yeah. can throw the ball properly right. It becomes and you're going to throw the ball. You're going to throw the ball to him, too, because you can't throw it down the field, so you're going to check the ball down to him. So, 
you know, he might have had 40 touches in that game and it would have justified then, then he would have been livid because again, people are like, well, what if you went in there and said, Well, I only need X amount of carries? But when the game gets going, it doesn't matter. The coach can't do that. Yeah, the right. That's what we talked about yeah. in the offseason. There's and no so, dictating no. to the organization or setting what how many touches no, a guy's gonna None of have. that none of that can happen. You can put that in a contract and they'll break that every time. It mm-hmm. happens all the time. So I think again, it just justifies what Le'Veon was saying. Like, and people are like, well, James Conner did a better job. It's not about James. This is not about James Conner. This is not about it. This is strictly on my abilities and how you're going to use me and then how much you're compensating me. So for all our people that are out there listening to this and watching, if you're at work and you're getting paid $100,000, but you're doing a million dollars worth of work, you're going to be very upset. Le'Veon's just saying for all of us out there that, that deal with that, I'm one of those guys sometimes, that that's not okay. And you shouldn't do that. You should be compensated for what your work you put in. And so I think, again, you know, it's not about James Conner and how he does, bad or good. He wanted him to do well. It's not about Pittsburgh if they win or lose because he ha- there's no leverage in this situation. He's on a franchise. But he does. Day. But for the record, though, he does want them to win because yes. the assumption is from Pittsburgh, from as a Steelers fan, I think that people now are under the impression he'll be back round about week eight. That's the perfect spot. Week seven by gets two weeks to ramp up. Comes back then. I don't, I don't know when he comes back. I mean, people are people are. He, he had a he had a. Plan. He didn't tell you. Oh, he told me, but I will never say it. That's <laughs> is, is how I am. And don't jive me with I don't know because you know you, you, you don't, don't you don't know. <laughs> I I knew, but then I didn't know because all this stuff came out after the players said. Now now. Well, I know about again. that. So I assume you know he's a human being that has to hurt he's a, his feelings. Yeah, he's emotional. Everybody like you would that make like, him feel sad that those yeah, guys no were question. talking bad I, on I him. I think it, I think it, he hit almost every emotion except for happy. Right? He was sad. He was upset. He was angry. He was livid. All the all the the bad ones. And then at the end of the day, he was like, they don't they they didn't really understand. They don't understand my situation, which is fine. And so. Uh, he'll be, you know, this is part of the business. You just got to keep working and going. You got a lot of heat. By the way, though, the one thing. I didn't thing, get any heat. People, James Conner, James Conner did have a great game overall. But yeah. the one thing, and you know, because you've heard me say this for three years now, his greatest virtue, perhaps, is that he almost never turns the ball over. James Conner did exactly that with seven and a half minutes to go. And that kind of swung the game and made uh, the Browns yeah. back into the ball. Um, I mean, that's again, that's something that James Conner will work on. I, I, when you talk about Le'Veon and his abilities, you know, I, I've heard a D.D. Kinkabala talk about it where she says, like, the difference between Le'Veon and James Conner is, is, is James Conner can – Break the long run. Well, Le'Veon's done that before. I mean, he's not known for blazing speed, but he's broken long runs. He's he's done some great things. It is the um, most overrated yeah, like, thing. What, is when that, people, what does that mean? When people talk about running backs and they say, this guy's a breakaway. All right, yes, I remember How Chris Johnson. How many times Johnson, are you going to break away? Right. Like, even that year when Chris Johnson, he had maybe eight or nine long right, runs. Right, How often of 16 in, games. Of all the icons in, in pro football history who you loved watching, how many of them result in a guy getting behind the defense and just running away and nobody no, ever no, being it able to catch it, it. It, it? It almost never happens. It it's doesn't an irrelevant happen, right. thing. And, right, and so I, I think – the one thing that we don't harp on is what you just said. He doesn't he doesn't turn the ball over That's that right. much. Like he, and he always falls forward. He always falls forward. And so those are things that you can't that that we don't talk about because we talk about all the flash, him playing wide receiver, his patience in the running game, the way he drags his leg, all those things. But he he is he is a complete back. So and he so, was sad, but he was he was rooting for the Steelers. Yes. That's the most uh, optimistic news of all. If you're rooting for the black and gold, is to Why, hear that he's engaged, yeah. cares, is passionate. Still about Still working the out every day, you know, making sure he's in great shape, and that and that's what you want. 
I think that, and that's something that you've taught me and uh, pro football guys in general have taught me, is that good teams, the franchises that are stable and are always chasing uh, a playoff spot in November and December, understand that it doesn't really ratchet up until later in November. November. You just got to hang in there. The Steelers kind of set up to do just that. Yeah, if I, I'm I've right never about seen, I, I don't know about the tie. I don't know what the whole tie thing. I don't like it. I, I don't either. You know what? Well, what about me? Six years in a row down the tubes, Maurice. Yes. I predict, predicted that Steelers record six years in a not, row. Now not, it's over in week this one year, week. Week one makes me feel sad. It's personal. <laughs> well, let's listen. What? I know we had a bet last week. I know that's what person. I was going to get to. So you beat me to the punch here. I need because I want to make sure this is done. Done the proper way is done right. You know how we don't jive here. We're yes. men of honor here. Is there a till cake anywhere around this thing? Oh, yeah. Where is the cake? M of EP. Good point. We need a teal cake for this one to eat. Let's get the first half of it done here. Here he is, everybody. Oh, it looks so good. Eddie Spaghetti Bortles. Oh. Spaghetti Bortles. Look come at on, him. Uh, come what on over here. What an embarrassing look. Yeah. I'm a man of my word. I said it. No, no. The, don't uh, be a man of your word. No, no. A man of your word would have been the Giants would have won, and I would have had to wear a Giants thing. You're not a man of your word. You lost. If You're a man of losing. I not that I'm a huge moral victory guy. There is no such thing as moral victories in this world. Right. No, but, you can I want to interrupt you before you go into this cuz maybe it will uh temper the words to come here. I find it very sad. The New York Giants have won a bunch of Super Bowls, you know? They've won four, uh, four Super Bowls. And this is the state of the New York Giants that not just Eddie Spaghetti, but he is representative of the way all the Giants oh, fans yes. work. I mean, who do you think the Jacksonville Jaguars are? No offense, oh, Maurice. They no, have they're, a mighty they're defense. The, they're the greatest of all they, time now. We're the GOAT. Maybe they'll go to the Super Bowl. We should be maybe called the Jacksonville GOATs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who you thought you were playing on Sunday, but I, you had a home I, game I, against I, the Jags I, and Blake Bortles, and all I'm hearing from you and everybody else. Blake who, Bortles dominated that game, too. Well, I wouldn't the go that Giants, far, but. But, you, but, but you and every Giants fan out there, hey, you know what? I feel pretty good. What what are you now? You, you, you yeah. a Jets fan? Like, pretty close. Not too bad. The Giants had the second pick in the draft last year. They were a god-awful team. and now no, you have Really, they, they, they added – Three pieces, and all of a sudden they're great. Or four and you pieces. picked them I'm to go to the great. playoffs, Spaghetti. So I, I liked what I saw in terms of what? Odell not and, moving and, the ball and, and Saquon. Not scoring Look, touchdowns? if they had a league average right tackle, that game was drastically different. There's no – Because the right your, side your of the left line tackle was getting beat too like a drum. Had a rough game. I'm not, but, but, he was getting hey, – he was like, the, have the you ever tip. seen the movie Drumline? Yeah. It was like this. Flowers, flowers, soldiers, flowers, soldiers, soldiers, flowers. It was just, it was all in it, cadence. It, all in cadence. Shoulder had a rough game. I'm not, I'm not denying it. But the right side. Oh, and then they the went right to the rookie. Side. Then they went to the rookie and gave him some work, too. The right side caused a lot more issues than the left side did, and it caused a Miles Jack pick six. It caused Eli to overthrow it. He'll back him twice. It would have been a drastically different game. So, so if the right side. And the, the defense, side, the defense held you guys to, this, a team that was minutes from a Super Bowl held you guys to one offensive touchdown. And, lo- and y'all lost. We did. And I'm, I, I'm wearing the jersey. I said I'd be a man. Well, lost. Leonard Fournette, who got is, hurt. If he doesn't get hurt, you may get trounced. But, but saying he's not going to get hurt, he's like the Jordan Reed of running backs. You cannot backs. brag you know, on it. How is he the Jordan you, Reed of running backs? I don't think you could trust Fournette going forward. A, a, a I know what, you know first what? team, cannot, you cannot then brag, hey, our, our team held them. They, they only got the one touchdown. Yeah. Did you, how many times did the Jags ever blow up offensively <laughs> well, in 2017? I'm going to say this. No. When they the first time How they beat the Steelers, they had five picks. In the playoffs is when they went off on them. They did, yeah. But who who went off on them? Leonard Fournette. That's how they won. They oh, I'm not. I'm not. So I'm Fournette's great. Let me, let me tell you this real quick about the Giants. I tried to warn people. I get it. Odell Beckham is a special athlete, special, and he did his thing. 
but no one else showed up. Barkley, Barkley had one run. That was it. Eli was Eli, like we said he was going to be. Where was Sterling Shepard? Where was Evan Ingram? Where was all these guys big dropping drops. all these they passes? They had a lot of big drops. It was sloppy. You go and pay Nate Soldier, make him the top left tackle. He's getting beat by a, like a drum. I can't Gokwe believe that I said breaks off him. for two months, I've said in anticipation of week one, I said that the result of this Giants Jags game is going to cause the most uh, is going to cause the most severe overreaction from one fan base or the other. Instead, what I'm hearing from Giants fans and Spaghetti is one of them like not too bad. You it's lost not, the it game really was at not home. He lost the game at home. Giants that could have, but it was close. Where's the? They don't have the same. You, you, I don't know why. I'm, why you guys, I'm a Steelers fan. My team went on the road and lost to to, to the Browns. And, and I, I mean, shame. Well, that's right. It, it's a loss to me. Like Big Ben Roethlisberger said. Like uh, Cam Hayward said. It's a loss to me. I, I don't. I don't accept a, a tie like that against the Browns. So the Browns said the Browns said the same thing. No, they didn't mean it. Yeah, but they did. The, the Giants were underdogs anyway, and no, I get they were underdogs. Not at home. A team go this close to getting to the Super Bowl last year. A great team, a team that I think could make the Super Bowl year. again I this year. Good. Maybe you'll get seven but, and nine but what then, I'm, but, with that mentality. And, and it, Giants and with the new offense, Solid everything, we'll get new pieces, next year. new pieces. You guys are rebuilding. Huh? You're in the rebuild mode. Yeah, well, it's like a rebuilding year old QB. It's a rebuild on the fly. Yeah, rebuild on the fly. When Eli had time yesterday, he made a lot of good throws. Beckham had eleven catches. I'm starving right now, and I can't. All right, I want to. I want to ask. I want to ask two people one thing. First of all, we'll start with the Giants fan. You saw what happened on Monday night up in Detroit. I'm going to give you one chance. Do you want a mulligan? No, the second I'm overall fine pick. with Barkley. I'm you look, prefer look Saquon and look Eli? Barkley, when they started using the passing game, open up things. He had the he rattled off the one big run. I'm totally fine with Saquon and Barkley. I'm totally fine with Eli. When Eli had time, he made the throws he had to make. When he did not have time, mostly because the right side of the old line, he overthrew Beckham. I mean, it's there every, were some it's, big it's, drops it's, too. It's, it's the whole offense line. It was it's not the right side. Everybody Ingram, was getting worked. Ingram had three drops alone. Sterling Shepard had a huge <laughs> drop in the end of the fourth quarter. That's your dignity, t- man. Listen to you. But I'm saying. Ingram dropped it three times, so you're bragging about that. That's but what not I'm good. No, no, but my so point is, like, you, I can't. What are you going to ask me? Because right now, after hearing this, I'm, I'm, I'm like, going to start up. Why would I overreact? In the same s- – well, because that's what we're it's talking game, about. It's a, if they weren't, if there weren't drops, there wasn't a muff punt. You're, the game could have been way different. Me, let me it's, tell you something. Can I tell you something? The muff punt at the end of the game wasn't going to change anything. You, you were never gonna know. Go, you were going to go down the field and score. Very possibly wouldn't, but no, it's still you right. never know. Maurice, just, well, especially just, in the same town. That's what. That's why it's going to be great. Real quick. Why are you yelling so loud that he would like? Because right? like I'm getting us. yelled at he for knows. being he even keel. Because he understands in his soul what's ha- happening. Right. Yeah, I grasp the game of football. I don't okay. need to overreact. I'm, I'm very fine. I grasp the game of football. All right. Hey, um, Maurice, in the same town, we see Sam Darnold make a I, – I, I heard your concerns, and I think you're right. That ball could have been picked. Should have been picked. The Robbie Anderson deep ball could have been picked off. But still, a nice game, obviously, yeah. on the road for the debut of the rookie. New York could have had Sam Darnold, could have gone from Eli to Darnold. Instead, they go Saquon. Will, the, here and now, will the Giants rue taking Saquon Barkley instead of Sam no, Darnold or Josh Rosen? I don't think matter? so. I, I think that, you know, they made, a, they made a great pick. They're trying to win now. And that was their pick. You can't draft a quarterback and expect to win now. That, that's never the, the case. So. Uh, with that being said, the Giants, with that driver, said they want to win now. Barkley's a guy who can win now. But they just have to solidify that offensive line. I mean, they didn't make enough moves to put them where they think they can be. 
but I think if not this year, next year will be the one where the Jets still have like four or five years to go. Mari- oh, come on, four or five years. Oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, it doesn't happen that long. If they either listen, they're going to do it. They'll be on listen a whole new me. staff. I'm going I'm I'm to tell you something real quick. And I, and I always tell the Darnold played a heck of a game. But a, a, a guy who scouts people for a living told me this. Sam Darnold turned the ball over in high school. Turned the ball over in college. And his first play was what? <laughs> that was that a, ain't going to change. That was a he's spectacular gonna, pick he's six gonna, to throw. He's going to throw. He's going to turn the ball over a lot. And that defense is what helps him out because he had a lot mm-hmm. of short fields. And they got five turnovers. So, And then they got a punt return as well. So they just literally beat the Lions up the whole game. It wasn't because Sam Darnold was out there just throwing the ball for 400 yards. I want to say he threw it for like 200 yards and two touchdowns and a pick. That's that's a solid game. It's a good game. It's solid. I, I just want to say for the record, Saquon is definitely a dynamic running back. I love – there's nothing you can coach. I don't know how to he describe broke like eight it. Tackles. I, I I don't know how you describe it, but it's that lateral shuffle that he does that covers about six feet every time yeah. he does it. That I don't know how you would defend somebody in front of you if he can ghost ghost you like that. Like all of a sudden, boop, he bounces dramatically. I, a terrible comparison is Gio Bernard, but he has that same kind of bounce. Just, but he's obviously the far superior. I just, every time I, I, I look at spaghetti in that Bortles it looks jersey, awful. It looks awful. I miss the gold ones. You the wore that almost too, Maurice. If you if you look if you wore a Giants jersey, that'd look even worse because you you making excuses right now. I, it's not like, excuses or tools it's, building a bridge to nowhere. It's not an excuse as much as me just giving the reasons why I'm not overreacting or not super crushed. Those by are called a loss. excuses. And by the way, I want to say for the record, Saquon. I hope he has a wonderful career. Seems like a delightful young guy. But I do think whether it was Darnold or Rosen, they should have taken the QB there because the Giants ain't winning the Super Bowl in 2018. No. So what does it matter if you build towards? Well, who cares? Get get the kid You're in, give him a year. With the, That's what he it's, called it's it. With, on the fly. Yeah. Who, who gave you that that terminology? It's it's just the thing. You, you can't. The saying is who, you can't who? rebuild in New York. Bill so, Parcells. I mean, the Jets do it, and the Jets get crushed. And the, the Giants don't want to go down that path of the three, four, five year rebuild. Well, plan, Eli's like done. All right, well, Eli go go fine. down the path Eli of wearing fine. that. He was fine when he had time. He was fine when he had time. <laughs> this is a sad – in a loss. Maurice, great to see you. Go have it's some nice food. Good. I'm going to go grub because this, Are you this get, is – Do you want a mulligan? Hungry. I don't think you need one. Jags, Rams, Super Bowl. That no, looks no, no, pretty no, good, no. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no mulligans on me. And then even I said the Browns playoffs, which I'm, I'm very excited about. Well, that's silly. They competed. They competed in a very, I, I very um, but they good should. manner. They tied a team that everyone thinks is going to the Super Bowl. So – I'm sorry to rush you out, but uh, our next next interviewee is here. There goes Maurice Jones-Drew, Reggie Wayne on his way in the meantime. Let me ask you something, Eddie Spaghetti. Have you ever looked at your credit card statement and been shocked by the interest rate? Constantly. Did you know you could actually roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate? Oh, now I do. I wasn't talking to you now. I was talking to Emma VP. Now I do. Great. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.89% APR with auto pay. That's lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 18% APR. Get out of town. I won't do it because I want to keep on telling you more stuff. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and you can even get your funds as soon as the day you apply. So if you apply today, in other words, Eddie Spaghetti, you could have 100 large. Yay! Because Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a great interest rate and no fees. 
And now my listeners get a special discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Damashek. D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K is how you do it. That's L. That's Lightstream, L-I-G-H-T. A lot of spelling coming up here, but get your pen and paper ready. Ready? I'm following. L- okay, thank you. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Damashek. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offer subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Damashek for more information. And now, 87 from the Colts, Reggie Wayne on his way. We talked with uh, with your pal Maurice Jones-Drew. Now, Reggie Wayne, to just go over your resume, you played college football at the U. I did. And then you played pro football in Indianapolis. Correct. And that brings us uh, to present. Am I correct? Now you talk about football as well. Exactly. Okay. Here today. Okay. Now, let's uh, talk some week one stuff. Um, What did you think? First of all, let's uh, think local for you. What did you think of Andrew Luck and company? Um, I'm not big into moral victories. You know, but see spaghetti. You know, do but, you see? That's but, the difference between uh, a highly conditioned professional athlete and you. There's no such thing as moral victory. No, uh, Spaghetti's uh, over here feeling good uh, about the Giants because they didn't get completely embarrassed by the Jags. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Yeah, you know, uh, Giants. They're in a whole different category. Eli's been there. Odell's been around. You know, but Andrew Luck hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the talk was. Is he healthy? Can he sustain a hit? I saw some good things from him. Mm-hmm. But when I really sat down and broke the film, I saw some things I didn't like either. From Luck specifically? From Luck. From Luck. Um, but he took a shot, took a big hit. Um, actually got a guy ejected off of that hit. Mm-hmm. Um, bounced right back up. He threw a pick early. Didn't rattle him. Finished the game. I think the game plan was to get the ball in and out of his hands quicker, you know, quickly. Um, I think he – did that pretty well, um, but I'm not into moral victories. I'm really not. But as a you know, as a coach fan, coach nation, I think what they saw from Andrew Luck, it, it left them smiling, even though they took the L. But they, they left the for game optimism smiling. then. Exactly. Okay, that's yes. good. Now you got to catch passes from Peyton Manning, yes. Curtis Painter, and Andrew Luck, oh, and yeah. uh, so <laughs> Curtis Painter. Yes, that's right. Well, that's yeah. true. That was factually yeah. accurate. Jim Sorgi, Dan Orlovsky, Sorgi, yeah. right? Orlovsky too. Yeah. Wow. Kerry uh, Collins, yeah, got a couple guys. Wow, I didn't realize the, the roster went that deep. I, in my head, Peyton yeah. was out there for about 15 years it without interruption. Like yeah. um, either way, do you watch what Andy Reid appear, apparently has cooking in KC, 16 minutes worth of evidence in there? Do you as a receiver look at what they're doing? Or even for that matter, Sean McVay. Do you watch the way – those clever offensive minds are deploying guys, and, and it seems like we're seeing some stuff that we've never seen before. Do you look at that and think, man, I would have loved to have been in an offense um, like that? Kind of, but not really. You know, when, I look, when, when I look at Andy Reid and I look at you know Sean McVay, yeah, great offensive minds. But I, I also sit back and say, you know what? When I'm watching them games, all offseason they watch college football. Hmm. It looks like I'm watching the Oklahoma Sooners out there, you know. It, it just seems like a lot of trickery, and that's fine. Whatever, whatever, However you can catch your opponent off guard, I'm all for it. But at some point in time, you know, you'll be like, all right, I, I'm an old-school guy. I just Let's just line up and play football. It's that's so funny because Maurice Jones-Drew just sat right there and yeah. basically said the same thing. So yeah. if I'm reading you right, 
is if is that if you're really a clever offensive play designer mm-hmm. and you have not just six days but you have six months yes. to to design some stuff to catch people off guard that is not sustainable for 17 weeks in the NFL. No, the gimmicks are going to run out. You know, it's it's only hmm. a matter of time. Think about when the Wildcat was big. Mm-hmm. Like, man, the Wildcat, wow. It's going to change the NFL. Yep. Then, then all of a sudden, people caught on to the Wildcat. You know, so and then it it turns to a dinosaur. You know what I mean? It seems like right now the thing is RPOs. You know, everybody's run past option. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, I think it's just going gonna to run out of gas. You know, um, and I just – that's just the way the NFL is. You give guys that much time to figure something out, and they're going to figure it out. But while you're catching them off guard, you need to get wins off of that because mm-hmm. at towards the end of the year, when it really matters, when you're fighting for that playoff spot or for home field advantage in the playoffs, you know, those teams that you're playing are good. They're going to be on you. Just dawns on me, uh, you one of the high-end pass catchers of the 21st century. I appreciate that. What QB – well, listen, it's a statement of fact. No jive, okay. as you know, and you're going to get a gold jacket at some point. Okay. Um, Thank you. But, uh, but as you look at these QBs, mm-hmm. which guy would you – if you could, if Reggie Wayne was the GM of a team, mm-hmm. what QB from the last two years would you draft? You could take Mahomes. You could take Trubisky. You could take Deshaun Watson. Or you could take any of the newfangled guys that we're seeing, uh, or see oh, at least man. have seen some of them uh, one week in now. Oof, that's tough. This is big overreaction. You only have the sixty minutes worth to react to. I'm gonna go Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, winner. Is that why? Yeah. Played on the big stage. Nothing rattles him. It's not going to be caught off guard. So you're not overreacting to what was uh, perceived as a mediocre performance no. in his one, first one game. One thing back. about Deshaun, I mean, even if you want to go back to his college days, when he was in, when he was at the University of Clemson, Clemson was one of the best teams in college football mm-hmm. almost every year. Yep. So in practice, he went up against probably the best guys that they are to offer: defensive linemen, secondary guys, linebackers. So it started in practice for him. Then, then all of a sudden, it seemed like every year he was playing against the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Everybody screaming, roll tide. You know, but Deshaun Watson was, no, oh, I got this. I love you him. Know? I'm with you. I think it so, was a big mistake yeah. for them not to, for, for uh, you know, Trubisky looked good yeah. on Sunday night, looked fine at least for 30 minutes he did. Okay. And he runs around great and everything mm-hmm. else. But I, I think they should have taken J- Deshaun Watson. I Here's agree. a little overreaction for you. Okay. Or not overreaction, but I've said this for uh, a year plus a week now. They will rue not taking Jamal Adams. And if you watch Ooh. Jamal Adams on Monday night, he oh, he's showed flying again. He was flying he's around. He's great. He's flying around, excited. Uh, you know what? One thing about him, I love what he said about his quarterback. Yeah, right. You know, he st- he, he, Sam Donald went there through an interception. You know, uh, the guys rallied about around him. And then his interview at the end of the game, just saying just how poised he was. He was he was dead on. And that's kind of what you want. Even, if, you know, you look at you know Jamal Adams and you're like, you don't expect that kind of stuff, you know. But he, he for a second-year guy, he showed me that eh, he's going to be a good captain for this well, team. Well, you, you knew Jim Caldwell. You played for Jim Caldwell. Yes. Um, do you think, uh, overreaction or no, will the Lions regret letting Jim Caldwell go and bring in yes. another Belichick yes. guy? Yes, and I'm not necessarily saying, that, you know, because he's a Belichick guy. I mean, I'm a Matt Patricia fan. Mm-hmm. I really am. Um but, man, it's Detroit. It's Detroit Lions. I tell everybody, everybody, you know, Matt Stafford, yeah, he's going to pass for a ton of yards. 
you know, it's probably going to be because they're behind. You know, uh, I know I'm. They're going to say, "Man, you're a D- Detroit Lions hater." I'm not. I I'm just tired of drinking the Kool Aid because every time I drink the Kool Aid, I it, drank it. it listen, it, there's no sugar in it. It's it's not Kool Aid's not good. I drank that Honolulu yeah, blue man, all off season, and now I'm turning blue like uh, what's your name from? Uh, I'm just tired. I'm just tired Willy of Wonka. I'm, I'm just tired of the Detroit Lions. This is their year. This is their year. Yeah. And it, and now all of a sudden we've been waiting for them to turn over that page and, and turn that leaf, and now here comes the Chicago Bears. You know, you had a chance to jump Chicago, and I'm not. Up, you know what? You know, I'm now Minnesota's there. Now, I'm <laughs> saying it here and now. I'm staying with my Lions. I I picked them in the. I can't just sixty minutes. I can't just flush them down the drain already. Hey, you ever seen a movie? The movie Taken. Uh huh. Remember the man said, "Good luck." <laughs> good luck with that that's right. especially daunting coming from a guy who used to wear a horseshoe on the side of his head every sunday what about uh what about uh the uh the joe flacco led ravens are they sustainable easy yeah. easy all right easy um the buffalo bills is it's a bad football team <laughs> everybody's know, so, gonna yeah, give it so, to them 40 it, to 6 yeah though. just i'm not Baltimore Ravens is going to be Baltimore Ravens. They're mm-hmm. going to be a strong team. They're going to be physical, uh, smash mouth. Um, I don't think you can look at that game one against Buffalo Bills as like, man, the Ravens are the team to beat. Take it easy. They got Cincinnati Bengals this, you know, this week coming up. Division opponent, kind of familiar with each other. I think you're going to kind of see where they are a little better this week. Me, per se, I'm not a huge um, – Joe Flacco fan, um, I think if you can apply some pressure on him, he'll fold a little bit. But maybe he has a weird maybe, thing when he when maybe you, when you maybe, put him under yeah, pressure maybe, off the field, he rises. Maybe we're going to see a different Joe Flacco because now everybody's sitting back in the wings waiting on you know this backup quarterback to get in. You know. Uh, Everybody doesn't respond to that pressure internally, but some guys about do, to find they, out. they rise to it, yeah. We're about to find out if Joe Flacco can really do it because Lamar Jackson, he's something special, and he's just waiting for his opportunity. I agree with that, you know, too. So we might see a different Joe By Flacco. By the way, is there a chance that all five of the first-round rookie QBs are going to be good? You know, it's funny that we talk about guys no. that rise and fall. There's a chance now that three years removed. Rarely do you see, like, should the, is the best quarterback this guy or this guy coming out of school? Usually one really succeeds and the other one busts. It's starting to shape up that Jameis and Mariota Listen, are both mediocre guys, or no? I think, once again, I was drinking a Kool-Aid on Jameis, and he's a Florida State guy. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. What was Shame I thinking? Now, now look, look where we are today, right? Um, I was never big on Marcus Mariota. I think he was just a solid quarterback. But him without any weapons, you're not going to get anybody good. No Delaney now. No, no, now, they're, yes. now they're in some trouble. And by the way, the the, the word that I've been hearing from people uh, tied in there is he does not love the idea of being asked to run around. And if really? that's your if if that's your number one virtue as a quarterback, to no no turn me into a pocket passer. No yes. no, no. Mariota, do this, what you this do. Is what you, exactly, this is what you do, right? I, I mean, I know this is a little off subject, but I think I think they need to call Des Bryant. Oh, that's an interesting thought. I do, and the reason by that, yeah, right. The, my reason for that, Des Bryant wants a one year deal. He wants to prove a year, right? Go somewhere where you can be the man. 
And in broad strokes, what Delaney Walker brings to an NFL yeah. offense, Des, I mean, not obviously with the blocking, but right. Des, but the kind of routes that you might ask, uh, you know, Listen, intermediate th- th- kind of the, stuff. They're, they're searching for their guy, especially with Delaney Walker out. Oh, they, that's a great call. I hadn't thought about they that. They need somebody. Yeah, right. They need somebody. So Des can go in, slide in there. He can become the man. He can have his prove it year, getting a ton of targets, and then you can go on from there. Uh, to me, guys that want one-year deals, you're not worrying about contenders. You just you want somewhere where you can go and you can prove that you're worth mm-hmm. a big money bag. You know, so I think they need to call Des Bryant and him. He need to sit down with Marcus Mariota and he need to they need to figure it out. Ooh, that's that's a, just me. That's, that's just a, me. I like that call. Couple more for you as we go through and try to overreact or try to you know recognize the actual found gold mm-hmm. that we saw in week one. Uh, what about the cr- speaking of gold? What about the crummy performance uh, from the guys in Nola there with the gold helmets Whoa. against Tampa Bay? And man, I get that. Fa- and by the way, one well, side note: do not talk about drinking Kool Aid. I mean, how many times do you need to see it from Fitz Magic? If if you're some fantasy player and you're running out to get Fitzpatrick to save your fantasy team, you're in some trouble because that lasts for one to five weeks. Yes, and you, I'm you being know, optimistic. Yes. Yeah, he, he's gonna have he's gonna have those spells where he's like, man. Whoa! Wait, wait a second. He's the next now. coming, yeah. you know. But then, you know, as we would call him, Pixie Sixie. You know? <laughs> uh, but right now, what he did in New Orleans, he was my clutch performer of the week. Hmm. I mean, as a receiver, you want a quarterback like Fitzpatrick because amnesia to him is easy. He's been at the bottom of the barrel. He's been at the top. So nothing's going to rattle him. He's, he's going to go in. He's going to throw five interceptions. And then he'll still say, man, that's going to hang out after the game. Hmm. <laughs> you know, um, Or he can throw five touchdowns, and it's going to be even kill, the same thing. So I think that's who he is. I think he's a guy that's just going to sling it across the, across the yard no matter what happens. He's not going to get gunshot. It's He's going to keep doing it. It's definitely fun and exciting to watch. It. it just doesn't sustain for very long. But fine. Yeah. What about the team that they defeated? Though a lot of people had these Saints going to the Super Bowl. This must hurt your feelings a little bit as a Nola guy. Uh, not at all. No, I don't hurt my feelings. Do you, I mean, I know you don't like them, but I'm just I, saying. I, I, do you, are, no, do you, are you concerned don't, don't, about don't, where they're going? Don't, don't say I don't like them. I mean, it's just they just they they took a L. I mean, that's the Saints. They took a L. Okay. You know, but do but, they, okay. Is, you know, that, is, that, is this just a mirage, or is this defense going to be crummy? Um, I think they got caught off guard. Hmm. I think they would be better than what we saw. I don't think they're that bad. I mean, they couldn't cover anybody. Uh, it was one of those games where Fitzpatrick, he just he's found, he found his mojo, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, think they'll, I think the Saints have bounced back. They'll play better. I think what's more upsetting is they lost – at home the way that it did. Yeah. You know. You don't get that back. No, you don't, you don't get that games. back. You don't get that back. But um, they'll split with them. They'll go down to Tampa and they'll be Tampa. They'll be ready. You know. Um, who knows who's going to be the quarterback then. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't – I don't. I think the Saints will be okay. I think at the end of the year, they'll still be one of the teams that you have to worry about. So they're going to – they'll, they'll uh, overcome this oh, yeah. poor yeah. first performance. Yeah. Because somewhere uh, in there, they're going to they're gonna get a game. They're going to sneak a game back that they probably shouldn't win. Um, and then let's go AFC East here. Tom Brady, what, yes. what else is new? The Patriots won in Foxborough yes. against a good Texans team. Uh, do you think that the Jets or the Dolphins have any chance of doing anything this year? People are feeling awfully Ooh. good uh, with the Jets right now after what they did in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I saw a sign last night that said, you know, uh, Sam the Savior, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, 
I'm I'm still on the lookout. I'm still watching. But this is the best I've seen them play in a long time. Don't get me wrong. The mm-hmm. Jets, the Jets are like you, you said it earlier. Like Jamal Adams and that defense, they were flying around. Crowell yeah, looked good. Yes, they were. Yeah, from, yeah Crowell averaged ten point two yards a carry. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I, I still want to see it. I want to see the consistency. Can you keep doing that? You know, um, the Dolphins. The Dolphins is the Dolphins. I agree, but I'm, I'm just looking for anything. Tom Brady's deal with the football <laughs> gods to never uh, be challenged in yeah. his own division. But you know, but for some strange reason, every time the, the, the Patriots go down the, the 305, go down to Miami, Miami finds a way to beat them. I don't know why is that. I don't know if it's the humidity or what that gets mm-hmm. to Tom Brady. You know, but um, I, I'm still waiting to see. I'm waiting to see what the Jets have. They can you know continue to play the way they did last night. Oh, is that just? Just the first game hype. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins, Dolphins are going to be the Dolphins. By the time at the end of the year, nobody's going to be at the game. Last thing, I went uh, bowling with my kids over the weekend, <clears throat> okay. and uh, we ordered up some French fries. And it occurred to me, am I overreacting by making too global a statement here, that bowling alleys always inexplicably make delicious French fries? Why? And am I right? Um, I'm... Okay, so it's funny you bring that up. I'm not a – bowling is my thing. That's one of my main Is that habits. right? It is. I love to bowl on my, on my spare time. Spare time. I, I get so it. I did that. Um, nice. I tend – I don't know. My, my answer to your question is I don't know. Because you're too because, healthy. No, definitely not healthy. I, I'm so locked in into bowling. Yeah. To I know for a fact once I start eating – my game is going down here. Well, because there's a practical issue with that. It's like uh, playing in Cleveland last Sunday with the rain. Uh-huh. If you're bowling and you're eating greasy French fries, it's going to make the ball yeah, fall it, out it, of those three holes a little it, bit it, more it's not, it's, it's not going to be the same. Right. I, I don't. I even have times, depending on how I start the game, I won't sit down the whole game. Hmm. You know, I just I need to stay locked in, in that zone. I don't want to get comfortable. Superstitious a, a little bit. I, huh? Just a little bit. You huh. know, I just if I'm rolling pretty solid, I want to I want to keep the same things I was doing. One Wait. thing I, for 14 years when I played, right? Every night before the game, I, ate, I had chicken noodle soup. Is that true? Every night. Chicken noodle soup. But yes. do you regret now that it's all said and done? It was a great career, but do you regret that you chose of all the food in the world that it was chicken soup because you could have just as well have chosen something delicious like a rotisserie chicken. Wait a minute, chicken you know? noodle soup is delicious. It's fine, but I wouldn't be like be like, "Uh, Game, uh, eve of the game. I guess I got to eat chicken soup. Like, as opposed to like, all right, a New York strip. You know, like that kind of other thing. I'm a receiver, man. I need to feel light. Okay. I don't need New York strips before a game. That can, that can end pretty bad for me. <laughs> you know. You've considered uh, it from every angle. Haven't oh yeah. You? Uh, chicken noodle soup. It, it's. I tried it. I had a great game, and I say, you know what? I'm gonna make sure I keep eating chicken noodle soup every time. We we played. Um, we played against. Texans, Houston Texans, one time, and the night before the game, we didn't have any chicken noodle soup. I was like, "Oh, this is." And at this time, this is like, this is like, <laughs> this is like my eighth year in the league, right? I'm like, "This is going to end bad." Like, where's the soup? And they had some, <laughs> some kind of like vegetable, you know, some kind of soup there. I'm like, "No, where's the chicken noodle soup?" Nowhere like, in America's fourth biggest city no, can I get some no, chicken no soup. No soup. So you know what they did? They went out and bought me some chicken noodle soup. See, that's nice. When and had the game winning catch. I you mean, feel me? That chicken noodle soup. What else do you need to know? That's yeah, no that's flash in the pan. That is no. solid gold. Go, that's uh, what it is. 
chicken soup. Well done, Reggie Wayne. You've done it once again. Thanks for interrupting your run, man. That's I all feel right, bad brother. about that. That's but, okay. Hey, anything for you. Uh, Reggie Wayne, one of the one of the great fellas uh, here at NFL Media. We appreciate it, fellow. <laughs> Thank you for having me. There he goes, Reggie Wayne. That was an impressive uh, exit interview. I think we can agree, and uh, so was Maurice Jones-Drew. We have some tough decisions to make here based on that evidence, except for Eddie Spaghetti, of course. Uh, he didn't turn out so well with uh, with the way it went in this office today. Otherwise, though, a very strong uh, DDFP. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce for you later on. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.